The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Well, good morning and welcome to welcome back, friends, to our podcast, The Source of Truth podcast, our live stream devotional. And we're so glad you're with us this morning. And I want to commend you for taking time and listening to this or watching this as we take time to evaluate God's Word. Uh, so I commend you on put making God's Word part of your day because it is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. And we are greatly appreciative of the privilege you've given to us to be part of your day. And whether you're watching this live or watching this archive later or listening to it on the audio podcast, we're greatly appreciative of just the privilege we can to share God's love with you today. Today we're in Psalm chapter 71 as we pick up where we left off yesterday. And so if you're going to follow along, we encourage you to turn there as we look at a particular passage that I think is very helpful. It's unique because not only we've talked about this, that David, when we when you study David and you study the Psalms, you get to see a sweet relationship of David with God, which helps us have a great picture of what we could be looking for, what it means when we say that uh, Christianity is not really about religion. It's not about a list of rules of things that we must do to be accepted by God. It's the fact that we are accepted by God, and what we need to do is just put our trust in God. When we need to put our trust in God, then we can accept and develop this relationship with him. And this is, you get to see it a lot with David. And uh, so we're going to see a bit of that today. And what we get to see today is not just David and his view, but we get to see his view of God. In this situation, we believe David's getting a little older. And so he's looking back on his life and some of the comments he's made. And so we can evaluate all of that. So he went back to one point in Psalm 71, verse 4. He says, Deliver me, O God, out of, my, out, of, out of the hand of the wicked, out of the hand of the unrighteous and cruel man. So he finishes up the first four verses, and he's talking about just being delivered from the enemy, delivered from, his, from those who want to do him harm. And, and as we'll see in a moment, David spent a large portion of his life with people wanting him dead. That wasn't abnormal as a king in those days. And he a uh, political leader knows that there's going to be people who don't like them. Frankly, anybody in any level of leadership is going to find there's going to be people who just don't like them. Some people just really have a problem with leadership, and some leaders are wrong in what they do in some scenarios. But generally speaking, no matter what, leaders are always going to have some who don't like them. And if you are not necessarily a leader, but you, you might be a leader, but a follower of Jesus, you're going to find people who don't like your belief. We talked about that yesterday. You're going to find people who struggle with who you are and your belief system. Please remember, it's Jesus they're persecuting, not you. Although we're the ones taking the brunt of it in some occasions. But in our circumstances, things like that, he's begging God to deliver. And so what he does is he goes the next four verses and he kind of says, as I look back on my life, I can see some things, and then we'll end with him praising him because of this. So what we're going to do is we're going to look at this premise. You ever, you ever look back on, on the way things turned out and realize things didn't always look, they look different when you look back. You know, we've heard the phrase growing up, hindsight's twenty twenty. When you look back on things, okay, you know, if I'd known, you know, I would have done it differently if I've seen this. Someone asked me years ago, um, now that you look back, would you have done something differently? And I've said this before, and I think we have to look, I think all of us, when we're at the other end, and now we know all the information, if we look back, yeah, we do it differently because we now have information we didn't have the first time. So hopefully we would have done some things differently. But you do look back. You look back on life and say, I didn't see this. Sometimes you didn't see 
um, somebody who was really an encouragement to you and a help to you that ministered to you and helped you to be where you are. But really what we're seeing here is we're saying we look back, and when you look back on your life, as what David's gonna, we're going to see David talk about in a second, when you look back on your life, generally, if you're walking, if you put your trust in Jesus, you're a Christian, you're walking with Jesus, you're growing in him through sanctification, when you look back, you're going to see God's handprint all over your life. You're going to see what you thought was a major trial was God conforming you. What you thought was maybe punishment was God conforming you to his image. Uh, what you thought was maybe Satan's punishment was God's chastisement to get you back right with him. You're just going to find God's hand throughout your life. You're going to see, well, I thought that was a problem. I thought that was me as a failure. Nope, that was God moving in my life. And those are encouraging things. So let's evaluate just four verses this morning in, in light of that. Psalm 71 in verse number five, David says this. He says, he started saying, deliver me, O God, verse four, and why? Verse five, for thou art my hope. O Lord God, thou art my trust from my youth. So the first thing he says is, I know you can deliver me now in the situation with my enemies now based upon my history, my past. I can look from the time I was a young child and I can look through my life and I can see your hand working. Now, we, when you think about David as a child, we kind of become introduced to David in the time right before the story of David and Goliath. Samuel's gone out. Uh, Saul is no longer going to be king or at least his his he will lose his dynasty. Uh, his family will no longer be on the throne. And so Samuel's been sent out to um, anoint the new king, and he goes to this family, Jesse. And, of course, we know that he goes through all of David's older brothers, and that's where David said, you you know, you man work on the outward appearance, I look on the heart. And so Samuel says, you have one other son, and they go to the youngest son who was tending the sheep, the lowest of the family. And David comes, and this is the one that Samuel anoints. David is now the new king. So the first time we see him, we begin to realize this is something great. God's got his hand upon this young man's life. And so David can look back and say, even from as a child, when I was just tending sheep, I watched you do things in my life. And then, you know, I, he took on a lion and a bear and God protected him. Then he faced Goliath and God protected him. And, and so then he was running from, his, from Saul. Then he was running from his own son and then, and then running from his enemies. And so through his life, there has been people in circumstances where uh, people and often Satan are trying to destroy his anointed. And he said, through all of that, I've seen you hand from I was young. You have been the one that has protected me, that has guided me, that has been, as he put in this verse, my hope Thou art my hope, O Lord, from the, I can trust in you from my youth. What he's saying is through my entire life, I can look back on my life, and I can trust you now because what I've seen you do in the past. One of the things that, you know, Warren Wearsby in one of the books he writes, it's a great point, he says, bumps are what you climb on. We, we get tripped up by the battles. We get tripped up by the things in our life. But yet those things that are, are rough circumstances might be the things that helps us to grow and to get further into what God is having us to do in our lives. And it must be something we should continue to grow on. So when we look back on our life and we see the, the, what we feel to be failures, or sometimes we feel like God wasn't there, might have been exactly God using those times to strengthen us for what he had coming forward. And when we look back on life, we can see that. And we see God's answered prayer. We see God's intervention. We see God doing this, which strengthens us and teaches us for the road ahead. So he talks about his whole trust from his youth, but then he goes a little further in this in verse number six. He said, by thee, I have been holden up from my womb. Thou hast, um, sorry, he says, thou art he 
that took me out of my mother's bowels. My praise shall be continually of thee. He talks about the idea, from the day I was born, it was you that knew me. One commentator's reading this morning said this, I thought was great. God, he was a reminder that God knew David before David ever knew God. And that's so true of us. We begin to see much of the sovereignty of God in this, that David is reminded that before David could even recognize, before he was even old enough to even recognize, even speak, God was involved. And you know, when we look back on our life, God knows all of us. He, he, he created us. He says, you know, he told John Baptist before I formed, you know, he told, well, it said in scripture, he said, before I formed, uh, before I formed, before you formed in the womb, I knew you. He knew us before we were even a potential, before our families even thought about us coming into the world. He's known us before. He, we have to remember, this is an almighty, omnipotent, sovereign God, omniscient, omnipresent God who knows everything. And before we were even born, when, we, when he was on the cross back, you know, when he was, what, 33, around that age, he's already thinking of us thousands of years ago. He knew us. And he had a plan for us. And the one desire, he says, God's not willing that any should perish, but all come to repentance. His one desire is that we would place our trust in him and his work on the cross, and not necessarily in just religion or church, but in Jesus alone, in his, in his substitutionary death for us, in the shed blood of for us. That's what he wants us to put our trust in. And then we can see through our life that God was there. Now, that doesn't necessarily, some people take that part of the sovereignty of God, what I say a bit further. What they do is they, they embrace the sovereignty of God, which is absolutely true, but in doing that, they eliminate, go, they go too far, and they eliminate portions or completely eliminate the free will of man. They say that God is so sovereign that, you know, when it comes to my salvation, when it comes to my life, God forces me, and I don't have a decision in any of it. And we see in the garden, you know, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, Adam and Eve choosing from the very first humans that were created by God. God has been sovereign, but given us a free will, given us a choice. And so God sovereignly knows us and has a desire for us, And but it's up to us to accept what he's offered to us. And that's true in salvation, but it's true in everyday life. So we got to continually trust that God knows what circumstance you're in now and what's happening. We can put our trust in that. We can find confidence in that. We can find strength in that. So in verse 7, he continues. He says, I am as a wonder unto many, but thou art my strong refuge. He says, many look at my life and they look back and say, how is it? that you've been able to get where you are. And I don't necessarily mean success. You know, you think about it, as many people have been trying to kill David off by this point in his life, people would sit back and say, it's unreal that you're even alive. That you have gone from a nobody back in the sheep with all of these older brothers who are older, bigger, better in military, all of them, humanly speaking, should have been in the position that David was. And yet David was the one that God used throughout his time that was part of Jesus' lineage. And we see all of this in David says, when people look at my life, they don't see me because frankly, you can study through the life of David and you will see David's failures as much or more than his successes. And it's not that failures made him great. It was the fact that he took responsibility and he continued to walk with God through those failures and through the successes. And that's what made him, when people look back and say, well, that's why we today still study David. We study David because we look back and say he was a normal man who had his great victories and had his great failures. And we see that God still used him. And that is the hope that we still hold on to today. And I hope you can do that still today. Let's go and finish the last verse. Verse 8. Because of all of this, he says in verse 8, let my mouth be filled with thy praise and with thy honor all the day. Because of all that God has done, 
therefore giving me confidence to know all of what God may do, and he's still in control, and he's still got a plan, and he's not done with me, and he's not, and no matter whether I am my age, twice my age, no matter what it is, God's got a plan, and he's doing something in it. I can trust him, I can move forward in him, and I can just continue, as, as Paul said in Philippians, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can keep moving forward, and I can put my trust in him and wait and see what he's going to do. And all of that just trusting because of what I've seen him do, because he's been in part of my life since the day I was born because uh, well because he um, because he's proven it he's shown his protection and so because of all that I can move forward you know we like to hear the testimonies of others and many of us say I mean I wish I had a testimony like that person you know each of us do each of us have something we can look back on and see how God used excuse me how God used circumstances to draw us to him how God has worked in our lives to bring us where we are and how God is working in our lives to bring us where we are. These are the things that we can look back and we can put our trust in. And I hope you'll do that. Hope you continue to find him as your strength, continue to find him as your source of refuge, protection, and, and continue to lean upon him. By the way, a whole lot more than church, a whole lot more than religion, but Jesus and him alone. Now, church is important. Once I come to Jesus, I need to be in church. I need to be around and worship him because that's what he's designed for me. But church alone will not help me get to heaven, will not find, help me find the answers I need. It's Jesus. And I hope you're in a church. If you're in a church, I hope you're in a church that points you to Jesus. Thank you for taking the time today uh, to be part of our podcast, to listen, to, be, to allow the Word of God to be part of your day. Commend you for that. And we really hope it's an encouragement, hope it inspires you, and hope that it'll be a help. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to seeing you next time.